Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What's going on? I feel like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. <laughs> Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. My guy, as always, Mojo Mutati. Mojo, we're going to start with Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. This fight is still very much a real thing. And now, two of the greatest fighters of all time, John Jones and George St. Pierre, have actually offered to train the billionaires. Yes, both guys have chosen sides. John Jones made the offer to Zuckerberg. He said, hey, I'd love to train you. And not to be outdone, Elon Musk received an offer from George St. Pierre. Now, GSP, he made the offer publicly on Twitter recently, Mojo, a couple of days ago. Here's what George said. Elon Musk, I'm a huge fan of yours, and it would be an absolute honor to help you and be your training partner for the challenge against Zuckerberg. So there was the offer, and here is the acceptance. Elon Musk, okay, let's do it. Two fire emojis, short and sweet, and there you have uh, the richest man in the world teaming up with arguably the greatest MMA fighter of all time, Mojo, and they are going to train together. Now, Zuck has not accepted, at least not publicly, John Jones' offer, but... If you're going to get in a fight, uh, John Jones is a pretty good guy uh, to get some training by. So, Mojo, uh, and we'll get into sort of where the negotiations are, but that is pretty cool to have GSP and John Jones involved in this super fight. Are you kidding me? Are these not like the two best possible names on the planet? Maybe you say Anderson Silva and Habib as as two other possible no, goats, no, but... I- this is nah, it. Anderson Silva lost to Jake Paul in boxing. He's out. He's done. We need somebody that went out on top. Let's put him aside. And again, Zuckerberg hasn't quite accepted John Jones on as a coach, but let's just run with that for yeah. a second. I mean, I think he will. He's a smart guy. Yeah, he's a smart guy. But who would be the better coach here? Ooh. I don't know. I mean, look. If we're talking about Elon Musk and GSP, I mean, GSP just, oh my goodness, he was so good. But we got to talk about getting through the accent, heat of the moment. He might not understand what his coach is trying to say to him. So as good as he was, I don't know if coaching-wise that translates. And you know for John Jones, for how he fights, there's not a chance anywhere that any other person on the planet could replicate his very, very unique style. So he would be coaching Zuckerberg on some things he couldn't pull off. You know what, Mojo, that's a great point. And that's why I think that if I had to choose, I'd probably say GSP because they both have some of the highest fight IQs ever. I mean, John might have the greatest fight IQ of all time, period. That's how smart he is. But John also has these incredible physical attributes. And let's be honest, Mark Zuckerberg, doesn't really. He's a smaller guy. He's 5'7". He's 
He's slight in build. He's not muscular. I wouldn't say he's overly strong. And Mojo, that actually brings us to where these negotiations are right now and what is holding up this fight from being an actual event where we can say, okay, 100%, it is happening. Size. Uh, Elon Musk is a bigger man. Elon Musk is 6'2", 230 pounds. Meanwhile, like we said, Zuckerberg is only 5'7". He weighs 145 pounds. Do the math. That makes for an 85-pound difference, Mojo. I mean, uh, just that right there. I mean, Elon Musk, if this were a professional fight in the UFC, Elon Musk would be a heavyweight and Zuckerberg would be a featherweight. So there are like four or five divisions, weight classes in between. It makes a difference, and there's a reason that there are weight classes in, in fighting. So that is where they are right now, and that is what the biggest roadblock is. I mean, the bottom line is that at some point, if they are going to fight, there's going to be a size difference. Elon Musk, he can go on a diet. He can cut weight. Zuckerberg could pack on some pounds, but they are never going to be totally even. So it's ultimately going to come down to Zuckerberg saying, I will fight this guy uh, even though he's bigger than me. And let's be honest, Zuckerberg is 12 years younger. Elon Musk is 51 years old. So that's the holdup right now, Mojo. The age difference is offset by the weight and size yeah. difference. I mean, you can't have it all. And let's not forget, Zuckerberg has been training in combat sports, whereas Elon Musk has been designing rocket ships and buying <laughs> Twitter. So one of those things translates to a fight. I don't think it does. So you think that it's sort of all leveled out? Yes, he, he's got the size advantage, Elon does, but he's also older. And how many 51-year-old combat sports champions do you see? Zero. And that's for a reason. Yeah, I mean, shoot, I got buddies in the NFL that are big, strong, capable athletes. But if they went in and, and fought an MMA fight right. against a featherweight, they're not always going to win that fight. The other guy has training. You know, he, right. he, he, he's skilled in this particular sport. So these things don't always translate. So I, I don't know if I'm buying the, the huge weight discrepancy as a massive disadvantage here when one guy is trained. And as far as I'm concerned, one guy is not. Now, I am so happy you said that. I did not have any idea that Elon Musk had any real formal martial arts training, but it turns out he does. It might have been from a while back when he was younger, but nonetheless, Elon Musk actually does have some training. Now, we know Zuckerberg has recently, uh, about when the pandemic started, has, has been uh, taking Brazilian jiu-jitsu lessons. He has started competing, actually won a, a local amateur tournament in Northern California a couple of months ago. But Elon, he has training, Mojo. He went on Joe Rogan's podcast in 2020 and talked about his martial arts background. I had no idea he knew how to how to fight. Watch this. I did martial arts when I was a kid. Like, did you? What'd yeah, you do? Yeah. Um, um, I, uh, I did uh, Taekwondo. I did uh, karate, uh, Kaikushinkai karate. Oh, all um, right. Cool. And um, judo. Um, oh, so you, you really branched out. <laughs> yeah. And did Brazilian jiu-jitsu briefly. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Where? Uh, in Palo Alto. <laughs> Probably like a lot of people... Uh, for the, the way uh, early day, uh, the first MMA fights in Hoist Gracie, mm -hmm. and it was like incredible. Yes. And it was like, just like you technique. Know, yeah, yeah. He was like, you know, winning against people way bigger and that kind of thing. It was just mm -hmm. like, whoa, this is cool. 
Mojo, the Gracie name, it's like the, the last name Jordan in basketball. That's what it is to BJJ. The fact that he know, knew Hoist Gracie's name, that makes me think that he is actually a real deal, legit fan, and he knows what he's talking about. Do you change your mind after hearing Elon at all, or do you feel like he is still at the disadvantage when it comes to experience? No, he, this guy has no experience. There was only five <laughs> words that I heard during that entire interview, Babcock, when I was a kid. Those five words. When I was a kid, I played baseball. I played basketball. I rode crew. I played the saxophone. I sang in the chorus, Babcock, when I was a kid. I couldn't do any of those things professionally. If I went and played pickup basketball right now, I can't guarantee you I would have a good performance against the other guys at the YMCA right. or some pickup court. Forget it, dude. When I was a kid means absolutely Did nothing. That's Did like you? all those guys that said when I played high school football, I was really good at, <laughs> at high school baseball. Like, bro, get out of my face right now. This doesn't translate. That was forever ago. Zuckerberg is actively training right now. Here we go. 7-4. Oh, boy. Let's oh. see. Oh, no. Oh, no. Mojo, that, of course, was Victor Wembanyama. The day before he was drafted with the number one overall pick, that was, of oh. course, at Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. And, yeah, not the greatest first pitch that we have seen. He's a better basketball player, it turns out, than baseball player. But there may be some redemption here, at least an opportunity for some redemption, Mojo, because, of course, like we said, oh boy, the form is oh not my great. Goodness. It, it's not great, Mojo. Like we said, drafted number one by the San Antonio Spurs. Well, they don't have a big league ball club, but they do have a double A team in San Antonio, the San Antonio Missions. They are, again, a minor league affiliate of the San Diego Padres. We talked to them, Mojo. We talked to the honchos over there with the team, and uh, they have said that. Yes, they would like to have Victor come out to one of the home games and actually throw out the first pitch. And let's see if he can throw a little bit better of a ball than he did in the Bronx last week, Mojo. I'm really looking forward to it. I want him to practice because it was a really it was a bad pitch, bad form. It was bad all around. But he can do better because the guy's a great athlete. I'm starting to question his athleticism, Babcock. I'm not so sure. <laughs> it is this puzzling. Guy is a great Mojo, it's puzzling that somebody that can do so much, he's so big and he can move so well. The fact that he, he can juggle. I mean, come on. How can he throw a baseball? Yeah, I, I mean, look, sometimes people throw bad pitches on purpose so that we talk about them on TMZ Sports. But yeah. you can tell he was trying, Babcock. Was it real, wasn't yeah. just the pitch. I, there was a clip of him throwing a ball to someone in the stands, too, and that was equally as bad. So that is that is just him. That is his athleticism as it applies to baseball. And I got to say, if I'm San Antonio, I'm extremely concerned right now. This is a problem. And I think if he went out there and accepted a job from the minor league team in San Antonio – this is a problem. He should absolutely decline this Babcock. What he needs to do is he needs to go to some minor league clubs in other cities, very <laughs> far away from San Antonio, and get some practice reps in first. Uh -oh. And then if he can piece together somehow a salvageable throw of any kind, 
remotely salvageable, then maybe you attempt the minor league team before you go to the pro team. But this is this is bad. I'm very concerned for for this young man's future. I, I am too, and I'm so, I'm concerned for the San Antonio Spurs organization. Just yes. because I know you like watching him throw, Mojo, before we go, he was throwing uh, some T-shirts, actually. Uh, he was at this Spurs event. Watch. More bad form. Uh, that was decent, I guess. Well, I mean, nothing's worse than what we had just uh, seen. So this is, right. It, it, this it looks is better. good compared to this crap. Oof. Get uh, your ooh. elbow up. You got to get the elbow up. His elbow's too down. Come on, Victor. You know, it almost looks like he's a lefty and he's trying to throw righty and everything's <laughs> backwards and awkward. Like, that... that Right? That's what it looks That's like. That's the only me. excuse that I'll take. That's the only reason. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cashback rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of Big Give Week's 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. Mojo, those group of happy men right there are the national champions in college baseball. LSU dominated the University of Florida, beat them 18-4 to in the oh. championship. Yeah, 18-4, to just a blowout, not even close in the championship game. Now, there was a, a moment in the game where a guy by the name of Alex Malazzo, who is the catcher, for the Tigers. You're going to see him coming around here. There he is, rounding third, and he scores a run here, but he suffered a serious injury, Mojo. You see him go Ooh. down to the ground, writhing in pain. He actually broke his shin, fra fractured his shin, uh, clearly uh, in a lot of pain there. Now, ultimately, they got Alex off the field, back into the locker room. Eesh. Yeah, Mojo, tough, tough guy who was not going to let Something like a broken leg stop him from celebrating with his guys, with his teammates after uh, accomplishing the absolute biggest goal that they could have in the college baseball season. So watch this, Mojo. Here's Alex jumping on his teammates back. He was not going to uh, allow something like a little broken leg to stop him from celebrating. And very, very cool that he got to be out there <laughs> with the boys. Please tell me you didn't toss him on or under the dog pile there. That Hopefully been. not. Hopefully not. You gotta hope not. Babcock, <laughs> this is great. I mean, look, you win the championship game 18 to 4. I don't care what's broken or torn or dislocated or protruding <laughs> through your skin. You celebrate the right way because at the end of the day, Babcock, 
this is likely to require surgery. Yeah. It's already broken. They're already going to have to go in there and fix it anyways. Yeah. So whether it's already broken or broken and then a little something extra because you partied on it after, what's the difference? It's getting fixed all the same. Right. So enjoy the night with your buddies. <laughs> I mean, 18 to four, there was no point in that game where that team wasn't just having the best time of their lives, yeah. nervous, worried about anything. They were just flying high the entire time. And I got to say, Babcock, I've been in a similar situation. I had a shoulder surgery while I was in WWE, and it was scheduled a month out. Had to keep wrestling on it every wow. night. In the meantime, I was like, hey, I gotta get I gotta get my shoulder cleaned out anyways. I literally went out and partied every single night because why not? Didn't affect my work whatsoever, and I was getting fixed up in the end. Might as well. Absolutely, I think that's a great point. Uh, after they got done celebrating Mojo, although I'm sure there was some celebrating late into the night, Alex actually met with reporters and he was asked about the injury and uh, you gotta love this guy's outlook. Now obviously you go down with an injury, but you get to watch your teammates win it. You sit in that dugout. I saw you on the top step. What were the emotions for you? Yeah, you know, uh, it was ne it's next man up mentality. Uh, a broken legs way, way far away from my heart. So uh, I knew in that moment there's no sulking or pouting or anything like that, feeling sorry for myself. It's uh, immediately cheering on my teammates. And uh, if I had to trade a broken leg for a national championship, I'd do it 10 times a Babcock, that is a million dollar shirt right there. A broken leg is very far from the heart. <laughs> it's a great saying, and he should. Alex, sell those, brother. NIL's legal now, bro. You're good to go. Make that money. Mojo High School football stars across the country are committing to some of the top college football programs in the country but there's a football player from southern california from uh, millican high school in long beach uh, this player's name is ryan pelham he's one of the best wide receivers in the entire country mojo you know these players they try and come up with these creative ways to announce where they're going to school well ryan he's got my vote for uh, not just my favorite but also the absolute cutest one that i've seen because he recruited, talking about recruiting, uh, his adorable infant son to announce the news. Watch this. It's been a long journey. Uh, I'm glad it's coming to the end for my next chapter. My bad. So, Mojo, a little hard to see there, but the, the little guy's shirt, you know, USC Trojans, and uh, he's going to stay home and play for the Trojans. Very exciting time for his family, and I thought that was a really cute way to announce. Yeah, I, I think that's about as good as it gets for a commitment. <laughs> Using your newborn to announce maybe the second biggest decision of yeah. your life, I suppose. <laughs> uh, but you love when it becomes kind of a family atmosphere, a family yeah. decision, a family process. This is something that they'll be able to look back on for years to come and maybe, hopefully, continue this tradition that, that's just been yeah. established with grandchildren in the future. That would be awesome. I think they're on to something here. The whole family just has to run with it.
All right, Moja, we are just about out of time. But before we go, uh, you're going to love this video that we have tomorrow. One of our favorite videos, Mojo, that we have showed here on the show was Tom Brady just absolutely destroying his son there in the backyard. <laughs> Full pads on, juking him out of his boots. Well, tomorrow we're going to show you a video of Tom Brady at a charity event in South Florida where he is now picking on kids who are not even his own. Tom Brady, <laughs> Tom Brady is going uh, to give uh, try his hand at defense. Might have missed his calling. Uh, Tom Deion Sanders Brady. Wait till you see what he does to a young girl on the football field tomorrow. Great stuff, Mojo. Not only that, we're also going to talk to the future Hall of Famer Chris Paul, of course, Chris just recently traded. Uh, he, he was on the Suns last season. Now he is in Northern California with the Golden State Warriors, where he is going to give winning a championship one more try, Mojo. A lot of people think this is the last hurrah for CP3. Tomorrow we are actually going to talk to Chris Paul himself. And if, if Tom Brady, soon-to-be first ballot Hall of Famer, Chris Paul, soon-to-be first ballot Hall of Famer, if that's not a great show, then I don't know what is. Yeah, I don't know, man. Flipping the script and talking about why Tom Brady isn't the best, but maybe the worst role model <laughs> for children should definitely make it the best show yeah. since... <laughs>